0: Hello and welcome to Under the Floodlights this week on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got him. Jordan Pickford error leading to a goal. Elsewhere, Edward Mendy uses his unimpaired vision to keep Chelsea's first clean sheet of the season. Bailey and my comments about Brendan Rodgers last week are vindicated by a dire Leicester performance against West Ham. Leeds and Man City reminded us what under 10s football looked like. Spurs hit United for six after a vicious uppercut from Martial and Fulham are still down. My name's Darren Scott and I'm joined by Bailey Hutchison, Christopher Ringland and before anyone gets at me, the intro was written. Really before Liverpool, we will get into it.
1: Uh, <laughs> Why <how> are we? <laughs> um, I I don't really have any words. I'm I'm probably more surprised at the West Ham score than the Liverpool score.
2: Okay. Oh, Chris, on a day like today, where Grimsonus described <laughs> Eric Lamella as very Latin, Patrice Evra decided he wanted to slap someone and cancel his contract live on television. <laughs> you've decided to immediately bring it back to West Ham. Sounds you know. like you know. so excited for this.
0: <laughs> Come on, you irons.
2: <laughs> so and, excited. Uh,
0: <laughs> listen, I guess we, we may as well start with probably the biggest story of the week, and um, that is that we did finally get our Pickford error.
2: Yeah. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> only completely took vindicated this, point Only vindicated. took four weeks. Absolutely. How thrilled are we when we saw it. that happen?
1: So, 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 that, so, I mean, let's talk about it in light of the results of Let, the other games let's. and the fact that Leicester won the league in 2016. Are Everton title
0: contenders? Um, the mm. way they're playing at the moment, yes. Um, no, they haven't kept a clean sheet, but neither has anybody else. this season. Imagine so, everybody's shock at that, yeah, it, that so Everton kept it's, a clean sheet. It's yeah. fine. I mean, their performance... Excluding Pickford's error that led to the goal. Their performance was really solid again. Hamas Rodriguez looks like one of the best players in the league. Dominic Calvert-Lewin could get 50 at this rate. Um,
1: Even Yeri Mina played well. Um, Yeri Mina had a great I game. Mina played I really, um, wa-
2: really wanted to say that to you. Because you know no, like a mug.
1: Well, well, well the thing is, um, I don't actually. Because he then unredeemed himself by their goal celebration after his goal.
2: Yeah. It took about well, five seconds too long yeah. to get sorted. Isn't no, this is an important thing now, because as a football club, Brighton should fold because <laughs> you can't have another <laughs> professional team have five of their players dance on you. Fold. fold relegate yourself. Do not continue this season. That was embarrassing. Yeah, I—I
0: I mean, you're saying it was em- embarrassing from a Brighton point of view. I thought it was embarrassing from an Everton point of view. There was a, there was a great photo at one point of the five of them, and I can't remember exactly who was in it, but I know, um, Calvert uh, Lewin was involved. Yes, um, Yerry Mino was involved. Hamish yeah. Rodriguez was involved. Uh, Lucas Dina. De Curie, I think, and maybe yeah. De Curie as well. There was a great photo of the five of them doing it, and Seamus Coleman looking disgusted in the background.
2: <laughs> Sixty Just, grand, Seamus, Seamus, Seamus Colman, Coleman. That's what
0: I'm <laughs> Four weeks into the season, lads, this is unacceptable. Um, <laughs> but so he always is. has that bacon. Yeah, like, I know, he but,
2: always but, has that you know, skull. The, I think the guy I think grew up
0: in he grew up in rural Donegal. He's up for it, you know. I, I think it's a perfect example there of um, you know even Everton getting a little bit carried away with uh, the Everton form, and listen, rightly so, they're they're top of the league and they're and they're playing well and they're enjoying themselves. Good for them. But I thought a to be... good to be choreographing dance celebrations uh, It was awful at the end of September um, I thought was was questionable um, And, yeah Yeah, not good But, um, as we said we finally got our Pickford error Yep So um, that's got... A bit tainted though bit tainted. Yeah, and it, is bit, and it is a little bit disappointing um, But, you know, to set the scene the Ball comes into the box Jordan Pickford goes to catch it completely drops it and um, Neil Mope kicks it into the net Of course um, it had to be him there was a lot of, you know, eyeballs looking at Pickford from defenders and things. That look of disappointment that we've seen frequently by Everton, um, and naturally the commentators latched on to it as: "Is this guy really good enough to be England's number one?" Um, it was all the things that you wanted to see with a, a Jordan Pickford error that led to a goal. Apart from the fact that the goal Ugh. led, uh, the goal was scored by by Neil Mopé. Of
1: course, yeah.
2: Yeah, tough, tough, tough to watch. Neil Mopé, I think, is quickly replacing Ashley Barnes is that guy at the bottom <laughs> half of the table. You just hate to see score against you. <laughs> mm. And Mopé, because he is putting the ball in the back of the net, is a bit more of a wind-up. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, it was obviously great to see Pickford just drop one, just what beautifully, you... in front of the attacker's feet, and bang. Mm. Oh, great to see. What, what, I just why... international.
1: Yeah, why is it even a debate whether he's the England goalkeeper or not? Like, What do you mean? Well, like he's not surely,
2: but he mean, is. If you watch England, England yeah, if you watch England, Chris, he gets picked. I, I like, I, I just don't understand. Like, yeah, but uh, it's, as Darren says, like five hours later, Nick Pope had a shocker. So,
1: well, n- no one wants the
2: job. Indeed. No one yeah,
1: wants it. it. I heard talk about the West Brom goalkeeper once. Did
0: <laughs> he didn't dive at things as we talked about last week? Um, I think um, what I always love about a, a Pickford Hour is. Um, you know that once he's made it and it's resolved to a goal, that sort of look around the place that he does to try and sort of yes. identify who he can put the blame on to. There was an <laughs> incident, I think, last year or the year before where there was a shot taken from outside the box straight at him that... Went into the net and he sort of looked at the defenders with, you know, a gasp on his face saying, oh, there was no stopping that, boys. Um, (laughs) And and again, this one, you know, you could see he couldn't blame it on any other player. So immediately started looking around him quite wildly as if to insinuate, everyone, can I just make it very clear? It's raining. It's no, But
2: Uh, even better, Pickford does this weird alpha male thing where he's looked around gone, it's my fault and had to kick something so he's just yes. immediately booted yes. the post mm. because he is just one of these lads that has to get his aggression out some way but so I think, he's booted the post and then booted a water bottle
0: but I think <laughs> what, what that also does and I think that that's quite clever um, from sort of a body language point of view from Jordan you know we all know that Pickford does a couple of these a season these sorts of mistakes but yep. to one you know, in four weeks yeah, so far but to the untrained eye when they see that error from Jordan Pickford and then they see him kicking the post and kicking a bottle and getting a little bit frustrated you look at him and you think oh he's annoyed at himself therefore his standards must be high therefore he must be a good goalkeeper you know with these sort of subliminal things that he's sending to people I think it's quite clever um but I don't think there's
2: anything clever about the lad Darren to be honest I mean I get get what you're saying but have a look at him I don't think he's going that psychologically deep
0: because I mean there's there's like an obsession in football with um I don't know what it is aesthetically that is so pleasing about kicking a water bottle specifically whenever something bad happens in the game. <laughs> I don't know if it's the way the bottle topples end over end or, or sort of the noise that it makes when your foot hits the plastic or the fact that sort of if you get it with the lid off, you know, yes. the water does fly everywhere. We saw it a lot in the Tottenham Hotspur um, documentary. Deli Alley was a big fan of getting into the changing room and giving the, the water bottle a They're bit of abuse. Darn. I'm not sure what it is about football and, and their obsession yeah. with destructive, um, being destructive towards water bottles when things go wrong.
1: Yeah, of course, the absolute classic in that is the Arshen Wenger from about 10 years ago when he did that and then got chucked to the middle of Old Trafford as a result.
2: Yeah. Although no, I would have said even better was the Mourinho one where he picked up eight of them oh, and threw them yeah. to the ground in <laughs> yeah. one go. I think also at Old Trafford. So it must be something about that stadium.
1: <laughs> Just one last thing in that game. Um, mm-hmm. The listeners will be aware from last week about why Brighton and Hove Albion irritate me. Um, perfect example of it was made again this week. Um, So the commentator just before the game started on Match of the Day said, oh, well, Brighton will want to get going after playing rather better than their early season points tally suggests. Again, (laughs) indicating that they're actually brilliant, even though they lose most games. Um, And in the game, Ben White, who everyone's touting as a future England centre-back, brilliant player, made the most pathetic defensive attempt at a goal uh, that Everton scored and nobody batted an eyelid again. Because it's Brighton,
2: and they care way too much about Brighton. <laughs> way too <much. laughs> irritates me so much. rattle they have you.
0: Yeah, Brighton are rent free in your head, Chris.
2: Yeah, no one else cares less. It's not, <laughs> he- it's not healthy.
0: So anyway, <laughs> Villa came for the throne.
2: <laughs> yep, you've immediately <laughs> this whole rant last week. If I don't come oh, for the throne, it's immediately bad. One week is all it took. No, brilliant.
1: No. It- is the answer to the the obvious why question for arguably arguably the most remarkable scoreline in Premier League history um, is the sole answer to that Adrian no No. what's the game Chris They were all out I'm just like I'm just posing the question I'm just trying to give Darren an out really (laughs) I I don't
0: I don't need an out Um, yeah listen just you know it wasn't good it wasn't good Um,
2: I wasn't involved I wasn't out there (laughs) It's not my fault. <laughs> um, oh, he's making sure he's making sure he's not you know, he's creeping not up on our tally, himself. Yeah, listen, yeah, the, the way
0: I, if people are listening to this podcast, if they think they're going to get an over-emotional reaction, <laughs> then I'm sorry to disappoint No, no Patrice oh, ever on this podcast. No, it's, listen, horrible performance by Liverpool. Horrible to watch as a fan. It was nice, it was somewhat comforting knowing that there were a lot of fans this weekend went through a similar thing. Um, <laughs> but, you know, listen. Only some. Yeah, yeah, what do you mean a similar thing?
2: No one else got pumped 7-2. I well, not 7-2,
0: but there's a lot of, you know, United fans wouldn't have been happy with their team, and we'll get on to that. I think Leicester fans wouldn't have been happy with their team's performance. Um, no, no,
1: Darren, I just have to bring one thing up before we get fully into it. Um, the, the listeners, if they listen to the trailer, will be aware of um, when we did a couple of practice podcasts, we mentioned the incident of... You not picking or considering any Aston Villa players in your fantasy football team because you forgot they were in the premier League
0: mm-hmm.
1: um you know they're in the
0: league now <laughs> <laughs> that's do. a great pick up chris do. that's I fantastic do. um yeah, listen, they were all credit to them they were really really good um I think it is uh, it, it's arrogant in a sense from liverpool it we talk about this at times as well with um when teams have had a really bad first half and they come out in the second half and they kind of shut up shop and they try to not let it get more embarrassing than it is, and I think it was arrogant um of Liverpool to not do that, given the, you know, there was no way at half time they were gonna come back into it. Um it should have been a case of, you know, try and contain this as best as possible. Um, but they didn't. They continue to play their high line. Listen, there were individual problems all over the pitch. Um yeah. People made um, mistakes and gave the ball away. And, and in general, the performance from pretty much everybody, maybe with the exception of, of Robertson, wasn't very good. Um, but mm. you, they should have been dropping back in. You know, the, I think the, the Grealish goal, the last of them, the seventh, um, Liverpool's back line, I think there were only two or three of them there, but their back line was on the halfway line. You're giving people 50 yards of space in behind when you've already conceded six. It's, um, it's arrogant. Um, i think you know if if they want to try and put a positive spin on it um nice could have been that, 10 could have, mean, been. <laughs> could have been a front party, parking in the score could have been
1: 10 could have been 12 it, it's um, just the scale of it i mean
0: yeah. 7 but that's what I'm, that's what i'm saying they could have shut up shop and they could have stopped it at four or five but they didn't they decided we're still going to basically continue to make the same mistakes over and over again mm-hmm. as opposed to um as opposed to saying to everybody, listen, drop back, let Villa have the ball, accept you're beaten today. And um, and that's not what they did. Um, I think it's a good wake-up call to have, um, mm. especially, I think, the, the next game that they play is a Merseyside derby. So oh, against, is it? Yeah, against an Everton oh, right. that's flying. So I think maybe getting a little bit of a...
2: Kick up the ass, not I think I probably think they'll maybe on be, on, the be on the phone thing.
1: to get a, another sub goalkeeper probably
2: before yeah, tomorrow. What's, what's the crack? there with Allison? Is how long's he um, is that coronavirus? To be out
0: for? It's not coronavirus. There was an incident in training when somebody collided with him. Um they've said that currently he is unavailable for the game against Villa, which everyone knows. Um <laughs> he won't be going on an international duty and I think they've said he's likely to miss the Everton game, but you don't know whether that's um you don't You've got to set a
1: new goalkeeper, Darren.
0: Well, you don't know whether the how true that is. You know they have to say it's bad now because they're not
2: sending them on mm-hmm. international duty. Um, well, I'm saying it now. Everton are going to win the league. <laughs> like, if, that's the a, if that's the case, it's a six pointer It's the
0: Kazoo Premier League from, 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 well, this, league, from next year yeah. onwards. I think. Yeah, you
2: um, you hammered that sponsor, and they've are ha- yourself
0: from that. You joined in. <laughs>
2: It's a bit minging, oh. but you you went harder at it than I did. I still maintain it's a yuck logo. What's it a car
0: <laughs> sales thing yeah, or it's,
1: it's, used cars Yeah, it's a yeah, yuck logo. Cars, but that yuck logo be one. everywhere. I actually saw it last week on the way to work. Yeah, I saw someone with it,
0: yeah. Um yeah, I think you know, Liverpool could maybe do with a keeper, maybe not. I don't know. I don't think I, I think I'm not i I'm not a panic station, I don't think anybody's a, a panic station. Yeah, stations. I think it'd be a bit mad um, at
2: panic at this point. So I think but, and we'll but, get on but,
0: to it with Man United. There are bigger um structural foundation, problems yeah, foundational and structural issues at Manchester United that are more long-standing this is a um, really bad day for Liverpool and those <laughs> happen I, I recall going to school the day after I think did Stoke put six eight? or seven past eight? us was it eight? Gerard's last game
1: yeah, last, was, last game of the last game
0: of the season uh, no, Charlie think, Adam 6-1 or maybe I yeah it was definitely oh sorry, no, we, oh, sorry hang um, on yeah was, yeah, I remember yeah. having to go to school the day after that that was a terrible um, day uh,
1: <laughs> a brace from Mammy Biram Juuff
0: that day was it? Yep. Yeah, Charlie Adam, Rope John Walters, and Johnzy Crouch. Yeah, I've, yeah. So, I mean, I think that was a real low point for me in my life. I think I've, I've grown up. I've got a little bit of perspective. I'll watch, <laughs> I'll watch ambulance or something on BBC and get perspective <laughs> of what a bad day really looks like. Um, I'm not going to get too wound up about this. So I'm not...
2: Sunday night away at Villa. Yeah, will be one. That's one we. The rest of us remember. You might want to forget it, ASAP. But the rest I'm, of us, well, uh, I'm okay. Um, like I'll, I'll have this song whenever I'm feeling a bit sad. Yeah, and like, I think I listen, remember, <laughs> like the Atletico game. There was times oh if I weren't having a good day, I'd Just be watching that. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. This will be yeah. this will replace that. Fair play Villa.
0: Serious. I know we're all kind of laughing at me, and I'm fine with that. But Mm-mm. Aston Villa were unbelievable. Well Watkins. Done, Ollie Watkins, today. good little Oi player. Watkins. Jack Grealish, good little player. Mary John Cash. McGinn. Good little player, man. Li- Honestly, right across the pitch, they were I mean it, Ross Barkley with the exception of his finishing, what a performance. Right,
1: let's talk about Ross Barkley. Is Seriously he getting on the plane? Good. Is he on the plane? Let's talk He's about on the it. plane
2: for me. He's on the plane. He's on the plane now, purely because I've watched him in that villa team in comparison to watching him at Chelsea, where he has to think and he's surrounded by <laughs> he's surrounded by a lot of options. I think it's a lot simpler at Villa. Where a Chelsea, especially like two years ago, say, he was looking to his left, seeing Eden Hazard, look to his right, seeing William. At least this year he knows, oh yeah, pass it left every time the Grealish, if not <laughs> drive forward. I think the game's a bit simpler, therefore, mm. and I think it'll do him wonders. And the market isn't open, but as soon as it is, put all your money on Ross Barkley to be on the plane. Uh, if you can find out the fact that the market like isn't the
1: even open right now is, is telling. It's,
2: be- it's because they know they're going to lose money. That's, he's on the plane. Okay. He's not. On, he's not. On the plane. Um, so yeah,
0: yeah. listen. Okay, bad day. Bad Wild. day for Liverpool. Bad day for me. But,
1: but um, in all seriousness, there's no like if if Alison. I mean, I know Alisson didn't play for a considerable period of last season, but yeah. Adria. I mean, it, it's hard to. It, I'm talking as a West Ham fan. It's hard to exaggerate how much of a liability he is when when you need him to not be that.
0: Yeah, I think you know um, it's disappointing three minutes into the game Liverpool are behind the eight ball because the goalkeepers passed it to, to Grealish and, and gifted Aston Villa a goal. So, I mean, that makes it difficult. There were a lot of deflections and things, um, which, yeah, it was just one of those you kind of have to laugh at a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't think it's any reason and, to panic. I think providing... The problem is... There's one day left in the transfer window I think if if we're assuming that Liverpool or anybody else is making a signing based off one game with one day to go in the transfer window, I, I, I don't think I, that, I think you um, should have already I, um, I you know well, I think the, the, uh, I think there was talk that um that Liverpool were bringing in a young goalkeeper from Brazil, but he's only I think, under seventeens or under eighteens or something.
1: I even thought that guy Danny Ward was, was quite good, I don't know
0: like.
2: Yeah, I think we'll he's see. got one now. But think if you're f- talking about signings like that, like stupid reactionary signings after a disaster class, Chris, I know you're buzzing for this. Edison Cavani, <laughs> medical tonight. Apparently,
0: <laughs> I mean the only thing that confuses me about that is this guy's been a free being a free agent since June. Mo- yeah, yeah, months. yeah, You know what? What, what has happened that
1: as of um, they didn't sign, Sandra.
0: Yeah, yeah. But with a day left in the transfer window, and you're this guy's been a free agent for months. If they wanted him, they would have surely got him already. It all seems a little bit odd.
1: Just one more thing on the um, Liverpool game before we we go off with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, like I know people say, "Oh, it's only the start of the season; it doesn't really matter." Like on one level, that is true. But I, I, I'm not saying Everton are going to win the league. I, I, I'm, I'm really not. But the oh, year that Leicester, <laughs> the year Leicester won the league, the part of the reason for that was because their form started and just continued. The the issue with all of the top teams at the minute is like, there's an incredible lack of consistency. Like it's very hard to tell who's actually going to level out and have form other than Everton right now. Um, It's just going to be, it it could be a very exciting title race if Liverpool continue to slip up like this.
0: Well, I think all the teams are going to make mistakes and, and drop points because you know, it was a weird summer. It's been a weird year, obviously. Pandemic, well, obviously, but, yeah. Um, weird summer. A lot of guys didn't really get too much for pre-season. It's all been a little bit delayed. Teams are going to have players dropping out of games because they get the virus. Yeah, um, we've had that. Champions Sorry, West Leagues. Ham have had that. Yep. Champions League's, well, it's benefited West Ham. Um, well, indeed, yeah. <laughs> Champions League's coming back. No no fans plays a part as well. Mm. Um so it does, I mean, so I think it, it'll be a very different season all round and it probably does lend itself quite well to um, maybe some of those teams that can fly a little bit more under the radar, um, mm. like Everton can. Um, but yeah, listen, I refuse to, we're moving on. I don't care, <laughs> we're moving on. Um will <laughs> trigger another,
2: another fan base. There was another... Um, Let's get involved. Yeah, there was,
0: there was another big result um, in today's fixture between Manchester United and Tottenham. Um, wow. Yeah, United knocked for six looked What's pretty that? dreadful in the process um, what a pathetic what do you guys think of
1: that absolutely pathetic mm. like inexcusable
2: Dink. yeah absolutely. I said you had it. Dink. absolutely pathetic which um, was mad after what was it a minute whenever they yeah, got a yeah, penalty they were winning they were
1: yeah
2: ah classic here we go this mm-hmm. is easy afternoon couple of penalties yep. like I went Four- downstairs Spurs fourth game in a week away from the game had a bit of yep. dinner came back up 15 minutes later and Spurs, Spurs two one up.
0: Yeah, unbelievable. And I don't know. A couple of weeks ago, fair play to them. Um, Fair
2: play to Spurs. Spurs did look great. Yeah, mm. they looked really sharp.
0: Kane and Son, especially. You have I, Bale. Yeah, I said a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think I I tried to sort of push the emphasis off the Man United defenders a little bit and talked about the lack of creativity up front. But I think there's there's probably no defending uh, the way that United <laughs> defended today uh, against Tottenham. It was it was honestly comical at times. The first the, the Tottenham equalizer. Um, and Dombele's goal, pinballing off <laughs> yeah. Maguire's head, Bayes oh, head. It, it was just a complete mess from start to finish. Um, and it just, you know, it was pretty basic stuff from from United that, that they just weren't doing. They were just letting people run past them. The Serge Aurier goal, Paul Pogba doesn't even look over his shoulder once. Yeah, I, yeah, um, I noticed that as well. Yeah, it, The whole thing was just
1: appalling Shaw, Shaw's uh, like judgement of what, what a, a defensive line is was quite interesting throughout the game as well
0: mm. um, the, I suppose it's probably fair to touch on the game did change on a on a red card um, Anthony Martial. Not overly. Um, yeah, I mean, they were still, listen, they were still. I think getting, they were like, done before that. They but, getting yeah, they were done before st- that. But yeah, they were
2: stinking before then. Yeah. And they were even worse after, but. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but the red card, I mean, I don't know your guys' views on it. I thought it was a bit and harsh. It was
1: it's just a little bit no, like yeah because like, the reason it's so half-hearted is because they immediately realize they're going to get sent off so they end up doing like if you're going to go for it just go for it you know like don't <laughs> hold yeah, back
2: it, yeah, yeah yeah you're thinking chris if you're gonna slap him you may as well knock the fella down like, yeah probably knock yeah. him out but what, what i saw anyway it, what i saw in it is i think News message from the documentary was paying off
0: yeah okay. if you
2: look at the way lamella goes down and holds his face yeah. quite a bit that's a Mourinho team he's mm-hmm. i think he's got that message through and i think he'll be more proud of that red card than he would have a lot of the play during the 90. i think he'll be patting lamella on the back and it, saying it, press yeah. conferences my man of the match he would have loved and,
1: it and it prompted a lot of brexit ball from uh at halftime yes, as well Soon
2: soon soon Almost went too far. I, I, well, I think he, I think saying it was very Latin did go a bit too far. <laughs> you know, it's just, just going, such a yeah, weird term to use yeah. Latin. Yeah, it, it really was. it's like. What, what do you want, Green? Do you just want everyone to be Burnley? Like, <laughs> <It was> a... <laughs> yeah. I think
0: um, I, I thought it was interesting that um, the referee wasn't instructed to go and look at the screen given that, you know, that was a very clear call from VAR that they said to the referee in his ear, that is a red card for Anthony Martial. And I think, you know, I thought it was a very um, sort of, it was very decisive claim to be made, um, given that it was a little bit more in that grey area of, yes, he did put his hand on his face, Mm -hmm. but A, it was in retaliation to sort of a a push in his his throat, uh, and B... It wasn't overly forceful. There was no real intent to hurt the player. So I thought that the referee wasn't sent to the, the screen to make his own mind up on it, I thought it was... But no I,
2: actually, no, I think VAR was just right to do that because I think if you send in the screen, whoever's then sat at Stockley Park watching that has made that look a bit of a mug because all say, all the ref would then go and see is Marshall hitting another player in the face, regardless of how hard it is and everything. Letter of the law, you can't do it. But they would th-
0: also say... Lamella's actions. That's the point I'm saying. I but think Lamella, what, what gets it's Lamella the like a United. Yeah.
2: really that's not a. It's more of a yellow. That I think. I think that's more debatable.
0: I thought both of them were yellows.
2: I think if the... I think if you send one off, you have to send both. I think. And I think vice versa. A yellow card. I think if you yellow one, you yellow the other.
0: There are players who get away with touching the face of another player. Mm.
2: Oh well. Yes. Yeah, so you
0: would have. Arturo Vidal, Gary Midell,
1: Lee Cattermole. Yeah.
0: So I just I can understand why that frustration is. But that point aside, United were terrible.
1: Well, well, I actually thought that um, that Luke Shaw's FIFA tackle was more of a red card than either <laughs> or Marshall's.
2: Yeah, he got away with one there. Even Neville mm-hmm. on commentary made his classic "Oh," because no, <laughs> that's what that's what he does these days, and he. Um, was, I th- I th- yeah, he should have gone. Should
0: have gone. I actually thought, speaking of speaking of Luke Shaw, I thought his interview after the game pretty much summed up where United are at <laughs> at the moment. It was dull. It was passionless. Didn't come across like he cared. It Just sort of came off with of bland cliches, like this is not good enough for a club like Manchester United, but he said it in the most monotone way. Um, and I think that kind of shows where they're at. And then you contrast that with Patrice Evra's reaction in the studio. We've got to
1: talk about Patrice. Yeah. Patrice,
0: I mean... He was a different man after that game than he was before. It was, and any, it was awful who to think, watch. Yeah, anyone who, please do look it up on YouTube. Look up Patrice Evra. Because anyone who thinks that this game, football, is anything other than toxic and negative, have a look at the change Absolutely. in that man in 90 minutes. But at least he's got a bit of passion. He's not involved in the club at all anymore. Yeah. He still cares about it more than half the players on the pitch. And I think that's United's problem. And that's what they really need to fix. It's a culture thing. It's not just... Yes, there's recruitment issues, and yes, there's structural issues, but um, the players that they have are not caring enough, and that is a huge issue they need to overcome.
2: The, one the, the, thing, the guy... Patrice, yeah. as well, is Patrice, we think we do like a small podcast on football and everything, and what we talk about sometimes might go a bit far if you listen back to my ranting Chris's rant. Patrice Ever wouldn't sound out of place on this it, today wasn't. it was exactly the same thing we come off with and he's the guy tried to resign
1: the, the, the guy tried to resign from Sky Sports on live to television Cleveland.
2: because he wanted to slap someone mm. <laughs> um, mm. yeah, yeah. It, it was wild
0: um, so yeah a couple of bad days for, for Liverpool fans and, uh, and United fans but again Spurs very good very. Spurs oh, won wow. a trophy
2: this season boys yeah, probably. It's a Mourinho, trophy. A um, trophy.
1: Europa League. Scrape through. Maccabi Haifa. I think they could team. do. They've
0: a big yeah. squad. So they've got, you know, a lot of games and they've got players they can rotate in and out. Yeah, and mm-hmm.
1: Dombele's back as well.
0: And, Dom- and <laughs> Looks a player. Yeah, much to <laughs> Mourinho's disgust, I'm sure. <laughs> that Levy chat's done wonders. Yeah, yep. it has. Um, but yeah, Liverpool fans, United fans, tough day. We'll, you know, we'll, be, we'll all be able to get past it. Um,
2: Brilliant. There's another week. Two weeks yeah. off here, and then we'll be back.
0: Yeah. Um. On to uh,
2: Chelsea. Good result. Merrier topics, boys. What a week! Mm. What um, a week, Chris. I'll let you work away first.
1: Actually, it was a great. Um, it was a great performance. I mean, it was great to see. Um, my favorite part of the game was a hundred percent when Dave took control <laughs> and denied Tammy Abraham the penalty.
2: You love your leadership, Chris.
1: Oh, it's it's I, I love his Pilacuella. He's absolutely brilliant. Um I actually also love how Olivier Giroud is still better than Abraham, but we'll we'll talk about that as well. Um Ben Shilwell, brilliant. Mm. I think you used last season in your strange like thinking Leicester are actually that good. Mm. Um, said that Ben Shilwell was like average or something last year. No, season. Ben Shilwell... did say something along those lines. Yeah,
0: he he was an interesting player that he he, he kind of lured people into thinking he was better than he was because he would have yep. these wild fantasy football weeks,
2: uh, like of this weekend, like yeah. of this weekend. Goals, clean sheet. Um, he would have done that last well, I mean,
1: year. Well, Alonso compared to that, I mean, is it's not even like oh, a it's competition. Not it's not how how do you think nandy did Berlin?
2: i i like he didn't do anything so, <laughs> well, like, well yeah I, I, can't judge the guy he he stood in his net for 90 minutes and was i think tested once so for, fair play to the guy like he, he kept he kept that one thing out well mm. done but yeah other than that i thought good day out for chelsea now some journalists out there didn't think so oh yeah so, yeah, yeah let's yeah. talk about that uh, yeah i came across an article by miguel delaney at the independent who similar to us believes you can win a game of football in the right way Hmm. We, we think it's more passing the way you go about the game Miguel doesn't believe. He, he wrote an article here saying Chelsea's defence bails out misfiring attack en route of Crystal Palace and then tweeted out a <laughs> bit, of, bit of advertising for it, saying basically Abramovich didn't sanction spending like that to win via Sacco errors and penalties. So, what Miguel is saying is goals scored by new signings are the only ones that count, penalties don't count, and Mamadou Saku having an, an absolute howler. That doesn't count either. Mm. And I was actually, I was looking forward to Miguel explaining the article today on Sunday supplement, and then remembered it's cancelled. And I think we've, I think we now know the reason. Oh, oh, is Sunday supplement not like a,
1: that? is that not a thing anymore?
2: Done because oh, that oh, have that, clowns, oh, that's like, that that's clowns like that on that's great news. Clowns like that on who's made new, pro- yeah. new rules? New, new rules in the game, Chris. So. I think next time West Ham play, just make sure it's that new right back scoring, or else Miguel's not oh, going to count the goal. Oh, well,
1: indeed. Um, I was actually irritated the other way. I mean, the, the listeners will probably know already. I think Guy Neville is the, or sorry, Guy Lineker is the most overpaid, um, bang average TV presenter and pundit in the world. Um, Awful last night. And he and he, <laughs> he he said something that irritated me in the other direction. He said criticism of Chelsea is unfair because all the new signings need to gel. Um, can I just point him to Everton?
2: <laughs> fair. Uh, yeah. You know,
1: uh, like, I, I, I'll defend Chelsea as well, but I mean, that's a pathetic justification.
2: Yeah, Does
0: anyone Everton want to give me 600 grand a year? <laughs> mm. I think the, the whole thing about um, Chelsea and the way they won the game, you know, the positives that Frank, I'm sure, will take from it is clean sheet, first one of the season.
2: Um, oh, Chilwell on well. a weekend where many didn't yeah oh, well I like Miguel's
1: response after today's games about Chelsea's yeah. win
0: um, <laughs> you know Chilwell settled in quicker than uh, the other guys probably because he's played a bit of Premier League football before but um, I can't yeah I get. I still I think Chelsea probably will want to address the fact that um, the other guys haven't got firing yet I think Werner yeah. struggled there wasn't a huge amount of room in behind Palace yeah I don't get
1: Werner I, I don't, I don't and, get and his, his role
0: well yeah. here's I'm not as concerned about Werner because I think when there is room in behind, you can see that's the yeah, key and that's what his threat is. Yeah, his finishing just I, doesn't. I, yeah. I think Kai Havertz look, looks miles off the pace of the Premier League. Oh, I don't see good... what he gives that Mason Mount didn't already
2: give. No, I think there's a player in there. I really I, I, and I'm
0: happy. I'm happy. I, even, there may well be a player in there, but mm. I think at the moment the guy's not got the pace of it at all he
1: started well in that game. He, he had a run where he like basically ran the, the whole defense back then. But
0: there were incidents just I saw where you know he had the chance to have a shot in the edge of the box and he needed to take an extra couple of touches and by that point he'd been closed down and there were another couple of instances just where you know he was standing waiting on the ball to mm. come to him and, and somebody jumped in ahead of him. And listen, that's normal when you come um from a different league and you know he's younger than us. He's only a kid, but yeah. um, Is he? I just think yeah, yeah, he's, 21. Just, yeah he's 21. Yeah, he's 21, but I think oh, just wild. at the moment he doesn't look like he's got the, yeah, I, the
2: pace of the league yet. Yeah. I think f- four games in, yeah, I agree that it's not all there, but there there's glimpses of it. Like, even just his little touch over Sacco to win the penalty and stuff, mm-hmm. there was clever. small, yeah, yeah, small yeah. little things that I think eventually, like Pulisic didn't really get off to a great start last season. I no. think. Yeah. Get, get, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Give the guys a couple of games and we'll see, but I think there's a player in there. But yeah, agreed. Um, sort of first four games, he's not been the 80 million signing yeah. that you would yeah. expect.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, Frank wasn't even really happy in the interview after. Like, It, it definitely seemed like he spent far too many late nights on Twitter.
2: Um, oh, reading he's been reading Miguel's articles. <laughs> he's, well, I, I'll tell you who he's not been reading. Barney's. Barney's taken a month off. I reckon he's listened to the pod once. Wow. <laughs> Has he actually? He's, Has he? I, I tried to I, I tried to have a go at wow. him this week to see if there was any dirt on him, and went on and just a tweet saying, "I'm taking the next thirty days off." Thank you.
1: Probably reconsidering his career. Yeah. He, um, yeah he's,
2: heard, he's heard. about my boycott. Also, yeah. well, uh, casualty of the podcast. I <laughs> not
1: hear. Also, uh, Zuma, great leap.
2: Oh boy! Great leap. Zuma's um, back. Mm. He's back.
0: I think the most promising sign for Chelsea is that um, Frank Lampard has abandoned tracksuit Frank that we saw last year and he's uh, now dressing like a sophisticated uh, manager which G- good to see that listen aesthetic all about the aesthetics that's what Absolutely. we like to see he-, he knows it all navy this weekend look good couple of different textures that's, that's the type of football manager I want to see that's the outfit that wins football matches um, and also, just before we, we move on to uh, Leicester, West Ham, I just wanted to um, spare a thought for, for James Madison, who I'm sure is tucking himself into some Ben and Jerry's watching Chilwell have the time of his life at Chelsea.
2: Hugging Mason Mount Tammy Abraham. Yeah, Hope you're God, well, James. Must be Hope must you're tough well. to see. You know, we've but all been yeah. there. It'll be weird whenever they go to England, Judy, I think. Oh, it'll be, you know, oh, it'll Chile it'll turns throttling. up as new mates. Oh yeah, that be. won't be good at
0: all. You, know,
1: you, you, oh. you never saw that Sky promo where they go to like the coffee shop together and all? Have you seen that? Yeah, I actually, chill have watched that recently. Uh, it's a tough watch, though. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: it's it's now a tough watch. going oh bit of a breakup. Yeah, mm. I hope they're doing Unreal. well.
0: And it, but it's not even just a breakup. It's like it's a breakup. But then you know you're scrolling through Instagram a couple of weeks later and you see them <laughs> tagged in a photo with somebody who's undoubtedly more attractive than you. It's like he's <laughs> looking at it, playing for Leicester, seeing chill well down. You know, in in posh part of of London, playing on this really nice Chelsea team. Lots of investment. Lots of good things going forward. <sighs> It will get better, James, if you're listening. Yep, um, indeed. Yeah. P's, and P's. <laughs> P's and P's. P's and P's. Um, Leicester-West Ham. Great result for the Hammers. Yeah, well, what do you guys think first? Yeah. Um, I didn't really take many notes on this game, but one of them was and Antonio, such a handful. and The other one is I honestly can't believe Pablo Fornell's actually scored.
1: Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> the, the guy's an awful finisher. The
0: touch, um, you're right. but the touch that he took to kill the ball in yeah. stride for his goal was... I mean, if that happened at you know Liverpool or, or whoever, you'd be raving about that player.
1: Yeah, like, like Fornells is an absolute classic West Ham signing where he was apparently star of Spain's under-21 team, uh, played for Villarreal in La Liga, absolutely brilliant, comes to West Ham, bang average. You know, it, it, it's, <laughs> it, it's been kind of... I mean, the, the most interesting thing about West Ham right now is the fact that our some of our best players on paper can't get into the team. Um this has kind of been the case since Moyes came in. So Felipe Anderson and Haller very rarely start. Mm. Um even though, like, well, Felipe Anderson people still for some reason think is a good player. Um but we we listen, I, I don't understand how we've beaten Wolves and Leicester with 4-0 and 3-0 conceding nothing. I, I, I can't explain that. West Ham. Uh, but <laughs> one thing I'll say is that you know, on paper. Our players always have the potential to play really well, uh, and they just very rarely do. So that's partly why. But um, I also like how we've gone. Um, oh yeah, Suchek was good. Let's get another player from the, <laughs> the same Czech team. Um, and he was I was great. Uh, big cough So mm.
2: West Ham did a similar thing to Leicester, where they just did yeah. their recruitment based on stereotypes. Oh, well, we have got one from
1: that team who was half decent. we we'll bring bringing another. Absolutely,
2: it was, it was Give great. Him a mate
1: yeah so um so yeah great result uh moise seems to be managing from home okay uh, yeah
2: Moyes. moise i think there's like a lot of companies around uk and around the world will obviously be looking this year seeing how people are getting on working from home are they more productive mm-hmm. are they more are they happier i think Moyes is just a case study i think oh. this this should be in like every business studies class at gcse and a level <laughs> Just show them West Ham's result and results and morale before yep. David Moyes got COVID and how they're yep. doing now because it's night and day.
0: It's two yep. clean sheets, seven goals scored in two games when he's not involved
2: and Diop's not around. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even think I think <laughs> well, even whenever indeed. whenever you're watching the games and you see Stuart Pearce in the stands taking notes, do you really oh, I think, think do you love really it. think he's taking Moise's notes? Oh, I love Stuart. And Pierce. it's not and yeah. it's not Alan Alan Irwin's team these days. All oh,
1: right, yeah, Alan Irwin, Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, I mean the interesting thing as well is that we because us and Leicester both won. Sorry, West Ham and Leicester last week both won from playing five at the back because we thought we were going to get hammered. West <laughs> Ham are gonna get hammered. Um <laughs> but it seems to have worked. like Maswaku, who I have ridiculed many times over the years. The guy's a great uh, winger going forward. Um, and he's, uh, yeah. Um, it was, a, it was a good result. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think single out as well. I think n- noticing during the game, Ogbonna great game from him. He played yeah. that sort of Herrera role where he just walked beside Vardy all day. Yeah. He he looked at that Leicester Terrier. team. Looked at that Leicester team. And went the only way they score goals today without Madison in the team is a long ball over the top to Vardy. Oh, of um, yeah. I think one maybe came off, and then it was an offside goal. He had a fantastic game.
1: Yeah, again always has a potential to be more consistent than he actually yeah. is. Um, yeah,
2: that'll yeah. be his one game a season. Right? Oh yeah, we, um, we now anchor that performance going oh, Yeah, he was fantastic against Farley. Yeah, yeah, and yeah then then for yeah. Whenever we come back after international break, we'll be going. Oh well, he's muck. Yeah. yeah.
0: But listen, I think you know if you'd said to West Ham fans when you looked at their first handful of fixtures, if you would have said after four games, oh, win oh, two, yeah. lose
1: two, it couldn't be better. Four couldn't could be better, yeah. That is that is a really
0: totally unexpected. strong start for them and, and yeah. you know, they play Liverpool in a couple of weeks, so well that's not that's not a, a fixture I'm looking forward to based on. No, Suchak and Antonio, <laughs> yeah, you know, we don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think you know, the last game that we'll talk about today is uh, Man City Leeds, um, which was kind of like an under tens game where everyone kinda of just <laughs> followed the ball around, um, in absolutely horrible conditions. <laughs> um what do you guys think of that one? Um yeah, not much. Not much
1: happened. I mean, I mean, to be fair, like Leeds did do well, and I don't really understand their goalkeeper. He's quite an interesting <laughs> goalkeeper the way that he plays it from the back and things. Um, the best part of the game by far was Guy Mowbray in the post-match interview after with Rodrigo, the lead striker who scored. Um, his first question was nothing to do with the game. He was like. Oh, you. Know, so, how do you feel that your last Premier League goal was ten years ago for Bolton <laughs> Wonders? <laughs> and he was—he was he a was bit taken aback, and he was like, "Ah, oh, uh, uh, time, time flies." Uh,
2: yeah, just, and, and just that. right.
1: <laughs> and that, and That's that was an awful I mean,
2: question.
1: Like, I mean, I mean, great, like great knowledge, but, but, but like not really
2: relevant. No. Yeah, it's like, guy, the guy's been in Spain for the for the rest of that. Time, the you guy's
1: know. played for Spain since twenty fourteen.
2: Yeah, it was always like those. Remember, like the messy stats, where it was like the amount of goals he scored in England and stuff. And it's like, well, the guy uh, doesn't play it every week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so so that I thought that was that was quite funny and a
2: nice homage
1: to um, Bolton Wanderers who are not quite the club they once were. So mm.
2: uh, There was a lot of chat, as Chris said, a lot of this nonsense on Sky and everything, being like, what great football, like Gary Neffles. Bielsa, Neville Bielsa loving it, being a Great football between Bielsa and Pep, you know, r- really hyping it up. And it's like, at the end of the day, guys, the ball only went in the back of the net twice. You yeah, know? Aye, move on you know, Man City didn't have a striker and Leeds had Patrick Bamford on So,
0: (laughs) result aside I think if you were a neutral viewer you know, it was an end-to-end game and they were talking about sort of what an advertisement this is for the Premier League it's a gripping watch (laughs) one of those games that just left you wanting to watch more and then what did (laughs) the Premier League serve up as an encore Newcastle-Burnley On Saturday Night Football. Bruce Bruce (laughs) against Dutch. Oh, it's a bit yuck.
1: (laughs) Love love that fixture, newcastle Proper
0: game of football, that's so bad. Um,
1: Bailey, you got an in the mud this week? Um, Just before Bailey goes into it, Bailey, should we just give an update after our in the mud the first week of the career trajectory of Matt Letizia?
2: Oh, yeah, if if you want to, because i didn't keep track of this i have well matt on everything assuming he's canceled <laughs> and knowing well, he's not on sky so i was like what's the point but you you found it haven't you
1: oh yeah well, well just to say that um after matt letizia got canceled from all future british television um jobs he he obviously thought what was he going to do for the rest of his life and he's ended up his agent has said well you know you could just do this one-off job for MOLA TV covering Freiburg versus Dortmund. <laughs> um, now, MOLA TV, from what I understand, is one of the main sports channels in Indonesia. Um, so Matt called out his followers to tune in if they were in Indonesia. <laughs> so to all the Southampton fans in Jakarta, I hope you had a good 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 time here in the punditry of Freiburg Dortmunds.
2: Yeah, if if anyone in the UK is wondering about that, yes cancel your subscription to BT Sport and find a way to illegally Absolutely. stream get, get involved. To see yeah. Goodness he, knows who else
1: they've got on Mola T V
0: is he working from home or has he is he gonna to relocate to Indonesia?
1: I th- I think he's working from home. Oh, okay. sure, oh yeah. so it's
2: not yeah so they clearly don't have the money of like be in sports who completely relocated uh Richard Keys and Andy Gray. It's clearly not the not the oh, same oh, setup. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Those two so in an apartment at the minute in Qatar.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I've just noticed a few of the names that Mola TV have <laughs> on their books. Um, they've got Ray Parler. Um, oh, no. great! Uh, Alan, Alan Smith. Don't know which one that is. If it's the FIFA one or the Man United one. Tor Andre Flew, um the what Chelsea cast. striker. And uh, Lee Sharp.
2: I wonder, does Ray do the same shout-outs that he did over the summer? <laughs> where like before a game, Ray will go, Okay, if anyone if it's anyone's birthday this week, give me an email and I'll do a do a J bomb this week and you'll <laughs> have a we, you'll have a Jaeger bomb with like some random beer in it. If anyone wants to go back, I think if you look back on the D bomb that Ray did. Oh, I actually yeah. emailed Ray that week saying it was Chris's birthday when it wasn't, and Chris gets a shout out. So well worth, well worth going back for that one.
1: I, I was, I was great footage though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> footage though. Um, yeah, that right.
1: was. Sorry, yeah. But no, yes, no, we'll get on. We'll get
2: on to who was in the mud this Please week. Do. The main in the mud this week are the League Cup and the FA Cup mm. for a number of reasons. Ben Rama from Brentford, who. Darren, you won't know, but the guy might come to the Premier League at some stage.
1: I'm talk about uh, coming to West Ham.
2: I look forward to
0: learning about him if and when he does.
2: The, the gentleman won Man of the Match in his game this week and as a prize got a copy of Crash Bandicoot for PS4. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I thought I, was, I, up, I, I thought it was a bit novel that clearly Brentford have had a couple of copies of the game lying about waiting uh. <laughs> waiting for was someone it, to have a game.
1: Was it, so there was no like corporate deal with Whoever makes Crash Bandicoot involved in it. It was just like that. That was just what he got for it.
2: I, I, that's all he's got because there definitely isn't a deal with the League Cup because everyone right. would have got a copy. So of it must course, be just a, yeah. a Brentford thing where someone's had a copy and gone, Ben Rama, do you want it? You had a good game there. I think ha, have, a, have a fun I mean, weekend.
0: I think that shows the change and evolution in football in the last <laughs> number of years because in the you know in the old days you got man of the match, you were given an alcoholic beverage. Yep and nowadays all the kids (laughs) who come through play their matches on the weekend and go home and play FIFA so they've probably found the best way to motivate these people is well we'll buy you games
2: yeah a lot of them have like second careers like twitch streamers yeah. and stuff so yeah not a bad shout And well, then it, just it,
0: yeah it's, it's
1: good to see that Brentford are using the 33 million they got for Ollie Watkins wisely
2: <laughs> and then just lastly as I said the FA Cup there so there's been a bit of controversy recently about fans coming back to stadiums and everything this weekend right. should have been the first weekend of it well some clubs lower down in the football pyramid have had novel schemes so Chesterfield are currently looking at the idea to stream their home games in the hospitality areas of the home stadium so what this would mean is they can have fans come in to the corporate boxes at chesterfield the corporate boxes at chesterfield but but other clubs are looking at this chesterfield were the one who have come up i'm sure loads have done it but i'm sure they're brilliant uh, at chesterfield uh, it was a lot of league two stuff and i was like this doesn't really matter Mm. but what they would have to do is put curtains around the pitch to make uh, sure the people in these boxes aren't watching the live game of football they have to ensure what? they have to ensure these people oh, are watching right football.
1: for the rights like the legal yeah have
2: they, no they're allowed to watch the tv in the box right. and be in the stadium and everything they just aren't allowed to watch the 22 fellas on the actual pitch because uh, then I mean, they would where be are because we at? Of Covid regulations yeah. where, where are we at with that like what's that Well, this is the thing. So even if you're watching like the NFL tonight, I think they had like 25% capacity and stuff like this. Whereas over here, yep. If you want to watch the game, pay a stupid amount of money to sit in a box and have curtains around the actual pitch. It's, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit like an episode of Black Mirror, I think. (coughs) You know, we're big, big day out at the ground and we're going to sit in the box and to our left, the actual game's going, because I was thinking this, Oh, we know TV's maybe 10, 20 seconds behind what actually happens yeah. just through normal technological delays. Yeah. yeah, So if you're a Chesterfield fan watching it in the box... And you're going to hear and, them celebrate. ...and they score. Yeah, yeah. you're going to hear them celebrate and the manager going wild
1: only, not, not only... Yeah, not 20 only you seconds gonna get later,
2: you're actually going to see it.
1: Yeah, while well, well you dig into your absolutely bang average corporate hospitality at a conference premiere team. <laughs> Do
0: you know much about <laughs> corporate hospitality, Chris?
1: Uh, well, enough to know that at Chesterfield is probably pretty average.
2: Uh, it's not exactly Premier League prawn sandwich brigade at halftime. At Chelsea, you get a sing a beer if you really want, but a yeah. <laughs> <No> <laughs> free promo there. What,
1: what was what was that, Darren? What, what, what was that? We we no, we I'm just saying up?
0: you were you were very critical. You yeah, you were d- very. Passionate. You said it was bang well, out No, just I'm just saying, you know. saying. Listen, I'm a little bit riled up tonight. I don't know if anyone knows. Um, no, I just thought shots, I yeah. just thought it was unfair. Listen, I've never heard of. Ch- Chesterfield, I've never heard of them, <laughs> but I just thought for Christopher to be slagging, you know, the, their capitalist mindset, because effectively that's all I'm hearing is that this is oh. a club that is presumably struggling for money, and they've come up with an initiative that they believe will allow people to enjoy football again and also bring in some revenue. And Christopher has decided, based on zero knowledge, that their corporate offerings are bang average. And I just <laughs> thought, I just wanted to, to clarify his well, Chris Bean. You know. What experience does he had, And if he had any experience, I was giving him the opportunity to share that with us. But he hasn't, and he's wrong.
2: But just on that story, so obviously we've, as Darren says, they're probably struggling and stuff like that and want to get people in. My favorite reaction to it was Jeff Stelling, who after, oh, reading, the, after yep. reading the news just tweeted out kind of the backstory there and it finished it with, Jesus, I must have been more pissed than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. League Cup, FA Cup in the mud.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, listen. That that'll bring us to the end. Um, just a, yeah, I've had enough. Um, just a bit of housekeeping. There will be no podcast next week because of the international break. Um, what? We don't we, cover the international football. We don't. Not the Premier League. Don't care. Um, so we will be back again on the twenty first
2: of October.
0: And I look forward to uh, speaking to you boys again in a couple of weeks when the Premier League's back again.
2: Oh, can't wait. Fantastic.
0: Thanks very Uh, much. West Ham for
2: top four? No. (laughs) See you in two weeks. (laughs)